The Tom Sumner Program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, John. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Tom, easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, oh, that's a very good question. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Hey, lucky day, Mr. Sam. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Hi there, folks. This is Sweet Willie T, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Hey, welcome back, everybody, as we roll into the third half of our three-hour tour known as the Tom Sumner Program. The phone lines are open at 810-339-8255, 810-339-8255, or 339-TALK. And uh, talking with us, we have uh, Sweet Willie T is on the line. Welcome back. Hey. hey. And Jules is with us. Are you still with us, Hi, Jules? Jules? Or did you sneak I'm, off? I'm and... going to have to go because I have to get some stuff done. Get <laughs> other stuff done to get other stuff done. I just messaged you all that. Are, are, you, are you working? <laughs> no. Okay. I just did get some things done and um I, i've been being productive but it's been a crazy day off morning <laughs> it's continuing all day so. well i'm glad you called in thanks you're welcome and i will talk to you soon okay take care you too bye bye-bye so whose music do you have up next Tom? uh well let's see i could squeeze this in right here <laughs> yeah, that's the great uh, Frida Payne. She was on the show a few weeks ago, actually. Is that right? No kidding. Yeah, she was. Uh, she was on the show. She's written a book called um, "Surprisingly uh, Band of Gold." <laughs> good idea. That's a good idea. I bet it took all day to come up with that title. No, it, it took all day. Oh, come on. <laughs> hey, you know you have to you have to be a guest on my radio show. Okay. Um, I don't know how or when I recorded. You know, I pre-recorded. Um, but maybe you could come on and uh, introduce some blues songs. Sure. I could do that. That give you and I an excuse to get together. Are you doing? Um, tell tell me about the show you're doing. Uh, I uh, assume it's a podcast. Right, it's a one, we, right, one hundred three point nine Classic Fox. Oh, okay. Uh, Eight a.m. to ten a.m. on Sunday mornings. Well, how about that? 
Um, well, so you could be you could be a celebrity guest. Are you doing? And, uh, are you doing? Uh, you pick, is it a blues show? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing but the blues. It's uh, Buick City Blues is the name of the show. Hey, I recognize that title. Exactly. But you, it'd be, I haven't had anybody be like a guest. It's all it's all music. Um, but you could be a guest, and you could like pick your favorite blues songs. And uh, you could MC the show, or part of it, or at least an, an introduce a couple songs or something. Well, sure, that'd be fun. Um, cool. So, do you pre-record it and then uh, upload it to them, or yeah, give exactly? Them a disc? And they, uh, I, I, I divide it up into segments, and I give them uh, six, eight different segments, and then uh, the guys at the station, you know, stick the commercials or breaks in between the segments but i can i do it from the house um uh, in the studio sometimes i just do i did last one from up here at the cabin actually um you know and with my trusty zoom as you know what that is <laughs> well sure but i i don't i don't zoom you use it as a recorder though. no no i'm talking about my zoom recorder oh 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 oh, oh. i was thinking of uh you know, doing the like Zoom the meeting video yeah. thing. <laughs> Zoom the meeting. I like that. Oh, uh, the the Blue Society's been doing Zoom meetings for the last couple of years. Yeah, I've had a couple of a uh, couple of video uh, medical appointments and tried a couple of Zoom meetings. I'm not. I'm not a fan. <laughs> you neither know. I don't think anybody's a fan unless you really don't want to be at the meeting in the first place. In which case, it's kind of it's kind of nice. <laughs> I love I love the commercial where the guy comes walking around the corner, um, you know, thinking that he's connecting with his wife. They're they're going to do a, a Zoom chat, but the people are actually in their den. And he comes walking in <laughs> in his underpants. It <laughs> says, "Oh, I thought we were that zooming." Happens. <laughs> that happens, bro. That happens. Oh, that's funny. So, um, what are you going to do with yourself now? You got all this time to kill. Well, I've you know people have been making suggestions, um, and of course, uh, you know, for some of you got to capitalize on your celebrity. The, the um, well, one of the suggestions, the mics wouldn't fit, but. Um, <laughs> no, I've had uh, no, I've had people say that you know maybe I ought to um, keep armchair politics going, you know, and do it once a that week. That might be a good idea because that's pretty. Uh, that's kind of important. Henry Hatter is already, you know, requesting people's names and contact information. He wants to, you know, raise some money and get the band back together. You know. <laughs> All right. And, All right. So, you know that's that's in there. I've had people say, "Well, why don't you why don't you shift over and and do podcasting and and change the format and you know regroup and and you know maybe do something that takes a little bit less time." Yeah, you know, I'm thinking about it. I've had people say, "Oh, you should write a book." Eh, I, I don't know. Do that. We'll see. Book or book or get dig deeper into politics. Well. Either that or, you know, write a fantasy novel. You know, instead of one of these futuristic dystopian novels, I'll try a utopian novel. But, um... 
I'd be a break. Yeah, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah. I've ha- I've had people say, "Well, you should run for something." I thought, nah, I don't think so. Um, you could be a guest on your own show. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's there's running for political office, writing a book. I and I was sort of thinking I might just binge watch the A Team. Well, that'd be fine too. That'd be fine too. You know what you should do? You should get on the Flint City Council. Just as a, that's my own personal take. I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, but you got a brain. And yeah, I'm just not sure that's how I want to how I want to use it. Um, <laughs> I'm not sure that's how you want to waste it. Well, I'm, I'm I'm trying to be nice, but but it's really hard. In fact, I'll tell you, I I did a little riff on the show one day about you know being sort of uh, sort of depressed. You know, I was watching uh-huh. a YouTube meeting at the city council, and you know they were hauling Eric Mays out in handcuffs, and oh, you know then I I. I turn to something else and they've got the 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 county uh, clerk is uh you know in an orange jumpsuit they've arrested him and he's got cuffs on and um and i turned on uh cnn and they're having the the supreme court um nomination uh hearings with uh catania i think that's her name i Justice Brown or whatever, and um, yeah, and and I t- I turned it on just in time to see Ted Cruz asking the future justice if um, she thinks babies are racist. Oh God. <laughs> And I thought, I've had it. I, you know, I can't watch the news anymore. I, you know, I can't pay any attention to this, you know, reality stuff. So I thought, well, I'll kick back tonight and watch the Oscars. <laughs> I, think, I think streaming the A-Team would be a good activity. Yeah, it's kind of what I'm thinking, because I turned the Oscars on, and there's Will Smith, you know, basically <laughs> pimp-slapping uh, Chris Rock. And and so I thought, boy, there's just nowhere you can turn where people are, you know, behaving in a civilized way. And that, you know, and that doesn't even, you know, take into consideration, you know, January 6th last year or the right, the, raid, right. the, the FBI raiding Mar-a-Lago and all of these things that are going on. And I'm thinking, boy, this is this is seriously messed up. Uh, you got the ticket. Doing a blues show is is the best thing you can do. And you know my favorite uh, quote from BB King is, uh, you know, the blues. Uh, the blues isn't about feeling bad. It's about feeling better. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one. I like yeah, that. I do too. That's that's the great BB King. But yeah, I think it'd be fun. Uh, Fun to to do a little something something with your with your show. Think about this. Think about like you know, a half a dozen or a dozen of your favorite blues tracks, and then uh, I could have like a Tom Sumner themed show. Well, the thing for me to do would be you know I I don't know how far reaching 
your your library is for doing this show but i i could i could come up with that much material with just local people that would that, that would be that, that that i could almost do but i got to fight the station on that cuz they they made me they made me promise that i would play local artists but that I would do with a mix of what their regular... Oh, no, uh, no, no, no. I'm not saying change it over to that. I, you know, I'm saying I could make any segment you wanted me to do about the talent... Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The talent pool in and from Flint and the surrounding area. I've been, you know, I've been... You've been, been getting your fingers on the pulse. Well, I've been talking about it and shining a spotlight on it for 15 years, you know, and I've got a little bit of a library built up, you know, you and Root Doctor. Let's, let's and, do that, Tom. That would be a, even, even if it was a, we could, I'm, I'm just, you know, throwing work at you, but we could be make it a regular feature. God, who was it? I was, I was talking to about doing something like that. Who, who was the, the guy, uh, was in the band The Look, uh, down the in Look, Detroit, the uh, guitar player. Oh, I don't know. Not Jimmy McCarty. No. I'm trying to think who the... Anyway, I, he he was posting things on Facebook, like, today in history, and it was all music-related. And um, Right. I told him, I said, you should come on my show and do a regular feature. He says... I don't know. Sounds like too much work for me. <laughs> <laughs> I had sort of that same reaction when you started talking about doing a regular thing. But, you know, maybe, you know, once a month even or if, something. Even if, uh, even, if, even, if it was, even if it was just only uh, you do a, a, a voiceover and, and follow that with a couple of tracks and you can do the backstory on them. You know what I mean? You're the, who the artist is, yada, yada. Um, and I could intersperse those throughout uh, a month or two of program. Well, here, I'm see, doing here, every Sunday. here, here, we're, uh, we're, we're creating segments. Uh, <laughs> this is, this is inside baseball folks. Um, <laughs> but, but it occurs to me that, you know, we could do a thing that was actually called the blue spotlight with, your I like it. You know, I love with yours truly. And then, um, you know, I I would just do a set of um, you know three blues tunes. I think that would be great. The world needs more Tom Sumner's opinion on blues music. And I would just you know I would just you know say something to sort of introduce it, play the three tracks, and then go back and pick them all apart and um, talk about you know. Who did it? Yeah. When they did it? Yeah. Who who was on the tracks and all that kind of stuff? There's there's a great recording. Oh, shoot, we got a break coming up. Um, there's a there's a great recording that Todd Rundgren did where uh, it's a live thing and and, and he's got uh, Holland Oates singing backup for him. <laughs> That's nice. It's yeah. on, a, on a live album. It's really cool. Anyway, as I mentioned, we're going to take a short break and uh, let our broadcast. All right, you heard it here. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> coming, coming soon. That's um, right. Anyway, we'll be hey, right darling, back. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. 
I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms, and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe Vi from the Blue Hawaiian. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Actor, comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Annan. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I've got willing to admit that. <laughs> hey, Tom. This is my favorite interview always. You, you, <laughs> it's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a Kind. And check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com. Yellow. Speaking. Oh, dear. Honey, our car warranty is expiring again. So soon? It just expired last week. You don't even own a car! Not now, Dana. Your father's on the phone. Hey! Mom and Dad, you're being scammed. It's a robocall. Scammers are using new technology and clever tactics to make more and more calls that look legitimate but are hard to trace. They can make it look like they're calling from any number, even from numbers of people you know. My robocall crackdown team is working with state and federal partners to stop the robocalls for good, but I need your guys' help. Don't trust your caller ID. Verify you're really talking to the person whose number appears when your phone rings. If you accidentally answer a robocall, hang up right away. Engaging in conversation will only lead to more calls. Use a call blocking app on your cell phone that stops robocalls before they interrupt your day. And if you do get a robocall, File a complaint with my office online at mi.gov slash robocalls. And mom, dad, please do not give your information out to these scammers over the phone. They're just trying to trick you. Well, at least they call. No, I get it. You're busy. But you know, Janine's daughter is a doctor. She calls every week. A doctor. I'm Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel. Visit mi.gov slash agcomplaints for your connection to consumer protection. 
Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. I got them beautiful city blues. Ain't no cure for them beautiful city blues. Oh, my heart is aching. I've got them beautiful city blues. I got them beautiful city blues since my baby drove me down. Do you remember last summer?
baby drove me down Hi there, folks. This is Sweet Willie T, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Hey, welcome back, everybody, uh, as we continue with this finale edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And Sweet Willie T is with me on the, uh, on the phone line. Yes. Where did you find that song? <laughs> and it's tucked away in the uh, in the archives here in the uh, the Tom Sumner Program Studio Library. What are you going to do with that massive safe with all the songs in it that you have there? Copyright. Do you have to have a moving company move <laughs> that for you? No, I um, no actually. Um, all kidding aside, and and you know size not mattering and all that. Um, I moved the studio to my house in at the end of January in 2020. And I was going to start doing the show from home, thinking it would be, you know, unique and different. And about six weeks later, George Stephanopoulos is doing Good Morning America from his basement. You know? <laughs> and, yeah. As was everybody. As was everybody. Uh, the only the only advantage I had is that first couple of weeks when all the national shows started uh, doing their shows from home, they weren't prepared for it. And by then, I was all settled in, and I I really think my show sounded better than all the other yeah. ones <laughs> that were out it, there. It you got, wouldn't have noticed any. There was no difference in the program quality. No, there really wasn't. The, the only difference was, and, and it didn't take long before it started to bother me a little bit, was um, that all of the interviews were by phone, and there just wasn't that in-person contact. Which I really yeah, it's enjoy. hard to it's hard to pace it when you can't be across the table from somebody looking at their face and the expression on their face when they're talking. Well, the conversations fine. were just you know they were just warmer and and maybe a little bit more yes. intuitive going both ways, and and of course the big hole in the show was not being able to do live music that that was troubling. There's room in your basement. <laughs> Not really. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't have a basement. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that makes sense. But you did manage to move that big safe full of all that music somewhere, but I, nothing will happen to it, right? I do. I do have the music safe, and um, actually, you know, this is this is kind of a um, this is kind of parenthetical, but the whole time I've been doing the show since I started. Uh, since I set up my website and started streaming the show every day and had the studio on Court Street and so on, um, I've had an archive on the website, and you could go and, and go through hour by hour to previous shows and, and pull up and listen to uh, old interviews and stuff. And that will be in place for a while yet. Um, Good. But Good. but I have um, started converting all my stuff to um, 
the Genesee County historical wing of the Flint, uh, the U of M Flint Library. Wonderful. And there's going to be a place where all the old shows are available. Um, they're archived. Archived yes. there. And and there are going to be some other, you know, artifacts and some books and, you know, things that I've that are Flint-related. I've had a lot of Flint authors on my show and so on, and some of those books will be going to the library as well. And that's all being worked out. <clears throat> and so, you know, when when the archive stops being available on my website, if if that, in fact, happens there will be an alternative that will be posted. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. We don't want to, we, I don't want to have to hunt and peck to try to find you. See, you know who's, who's been pestering me about that for at least five, maybe ten years, is uh, Paul Rosicki. He said, you got to yeah. take some of these interviews and donate them somewhere. You know, get, yes. get them someplace. Keep them. So what happened was this whole thing with uh, U of M Flint, started over um, the curator there, Colleen, was um, trying to set up uh, a whole department um, about Flint music. Really? That would be wonderful. And so I've been feeding her uh CDs and information about some of the Flint bands, and then she's been talking to other people as well. But, but that's how it got started. When she found out about the radio show, she said, "Oh, we'll house it here." Good deal. <laughs> I said, "Okay, we can do that." So Paul was Paul was happy. <laughs> and, if, and if Paul's happy, everybody's happy. That's Tom's what I, happy. Everybody's happy. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> no, no, it's and and, uh, and really. Um, I, I didn't get a, a chance to say this as much as I wanted to on Wednesday, which was, for now, the last uh, edition of Armchair Politics, was just how how loyal and reliable and dependable uh, Paul Rosicki and Henry Hatter have been for years. Of supporting it, yeah. Every Wednesday, you know, at 10 o'clock in... Um, you know, they spend two hours every Wednesday morning, and they've been doing it for years. Well, honestly, in my opinion, that's been the only place to get the inside scoop on local politics, is your show. And you know, those guys, their assistants in particular. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so. That that commentary and analysis uh, on... Yeah, from people who are inside. Yeah, local, state, and national. You know, it's always fun. We've had, I have a uh, rotating third chair, and there have been people, you know, from Santa Monica and Las Vegas and Mississippi and, you know, from around the country who've sat in. Four corners, yeah. As part of the, the round table. And it's it's really fun to get their perspective and their input when we're talking about local politics. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, we start talking about, uh, you know, school board members uh, smacking up other school board members. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens. City council people. You, you might know this, Tom. Yep. Who said all politics is local? Uh, that was Tip O'Neill. Was it? Okay. I knew you would know. 
Um, although I might be confusing it with, um, uh, oh shoot, let me think of his it's name. It's the economy, stupid? The guy with, the, no, the guy with the big glasses, um. The Monopoly Man? No, no, from the, from the 60s politics. Oh, wait a minute. I know I can find it. Oh, the newscaster? No, he's, uh, oh, he was what, uh. Uh-oh, Sweet Willie T has dumped Gom Tier Politician. No, 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 no. I have it right it here. It only counts if I know the answer. Everett Dirksen. Oh, there you go. Okay. <laughs> it was either Everett Dirksen or Tip O'Neill. And the reason is there are two quotes. One is, all politics are local. And the other is, all politics are retail. Are retail? I never heard that one. Not the local one I got. Well, it's it's um, it, and that's probably Dirksen because he was a little heady. Um, the idea being, I, I think it was Dirksen who said all politics are retail, and Tip O'Neill who said all politics are local. But but the idea was that you know in in retail, sales are closed, you know, face to face, one on one. And, and I think that's kind of what he was getting at. Yeah, he makes a good point. Although the the landscape has changed a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Politics. A little bit. In, interestingly, though, um, almost 15 years ago, at least 10 or 12 years ago, um, I interviewed, uh, oh, um, God, I'm getting terrible with names, Bill. Uh, he was the guy who, who moved to Illinois to run against Barack Obama when Obama ran for the U.S. Senate. Um, Alan Keyes, Dr. Alan Keyes. Okay. I went down to Louisville and interviewed him. And I spent several hours with him. I did an hour's worth of interview. And he was, um, he was predicting civil war back then. No kidding. No, no. Well, at least he wasn't right. Well, then. no, he didn't say it was going to happen back then. He just said it was, we were headed in that direction. And there are people talking about it now on CNN. It's, it's. Uncivil. It's becoming, uh, you know, something that people are talking about and considering. And, uh, well, let's keep a let's keep a more optimistic frame of reference here, Tom. Well, and that's what I'm doing. I'm <laughs> I'm getting out. That's what of you. This. That's what you do. That's what you do. Well, it's what I've tried to do, Bill. And and one of the things I said in my announcement that I was ending the show was that part of the thing that's been a little bit of a disappointment to me is as hard as I've pushed civilized conversation and the idea that you know both sides should consider what the other has to say and, and civil discourse yes yeah exactly um and yet the world seems to be um getting meaner and less informed devolving and you know and and what i'm doing isn't doesn't really seem to be helping that now there were things that i've done that i think you know, have had a positive influence. I'm very proud of the work I've done. 
Um, but it it's it's not doing the big thing, you know, the big picture thing. Um, you know, I started doing hyper local 15 years ago, and and talking about primaries. Nobody ever right. did primary debates. Now everybody's doing them. And um, there was uh, well, well, there's progress. You want to look for progress. Local music. Um, you know, people didn't talk about local music. They didn't have live music on. Now I see often. Uh, bands are performing on radio shows around town. They're performing on television shows, you know, morning news shows and stuff. And and so live music is is getting more attention and and more mainstream media attention as it should. And and so you and I both have a vested interest in that. Yeah. Well, yeah, of course. Um, but there are there are things. Well, when when television first started, you know, back in the fifties, um, local programming was a big deal. You know, they had local shows, and you, you know, needed local. You just needed programming. Period. Well, they were starting. There was more. There was more air than there was programming. So, and so they did lots of local programs. And, and some of it was, you know, some of it was hokey, you know, the, the early morning polka hour, you know, and, um, you know. That's one I miss. Boy, that is one I miss. And, but the thing was, it was, it was local people and local talent and, and, you know, they were getting exposure and they were part of the conversation and that, that all just kind of kind of went away and so i was i was trying to you know push it back into the spotlight and it seems to have worked a little bit and so i feel oh i would never don't don't estimate don't don't underestimate your influence well and and i feel good about that you know i uh, there are a lot of things that i've that i've done with the show that you know i'm i'm extremely proud of um yeah there there are some disappointments here and there um Never, never. Well, I tell you what, Tom. You have to. You to a large extent. You were the reason that I agreed to do a radio show because I saw that you were doing it, and I said, "Okay, if, I can do this." If, if Tom he, Sumner can do this, anybody, can. I can do this. <laughs> and your show makes a difference. So, so that's why I said I. I want to grow up and be like him. Well, I I think that's great, and. I grew out more than up, but you know. And there, <laughs> haven't we all? Um, <laughs> but you're also uh, following in the paths of, um, you know, some some pretty good people. I, you know, I, I'm thinking of David Boyd at WFBE and Blue Highway. Oh, the Dr. Ross's manager, David Boyd. Yep. And which is another not in no small part of the reason that I'm doing the act that I'm doing now is what Dr. Ross did. Because, I mean, those of you that have seen my show, if you're familiar with Dr. Ross, I'm basically doing Dr. Ross. Hey, you know what? If, uh, let me take a look here. I just might have... We don't have a lot of time before the break, but... I just might have some Dr. Ross up in here. Boogie disease would be one of his. 
And actually, to be fair, I think he did several songs with similar titles. Yeah. Yeah, I remember going through uh, a collection of his stuff and, you know. Hey, you got a winning, if you got a winning formula, you don't break it, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, it's not in this folder. I thought I was going to be able to turn right to it, but nope. Sometimes you have well, to. Well, you find, you find something else for your listeners. I'm sure they're getting tired of talking or listening talking they're getting tired of listening to me <laughs> you you got that radio voice so people love you let's see i'm gonna try let me see i'm gonna try one more thing let's see if i have because uh... people should know about dr ross i mean he was a flint icon um he was a nationally known uh and a pioneer one-man band i mean there were there, it was a, not uncommon back in the, the 20s, 30s, 40s uh, for there to be one-man bands doing similar to what Doc Ross did and what I do, which is play percussion with your feet and play the harmonica and sing and play guitar. But uh, it, it, came, it you know, gradually went out of fashion, but Dr. Ross's work uh, stood the test of time. And he, in fact, his last show was at the Flint Public Library. And that's the, um, the music that I have, is from that From that performance, performance yep. yep. I don't remember what year that was now. I want to say late 80s, maybe. Yeah, it could be. But yeah, he, and then he I, died that, I got shortly to meet, after that. Yes, yes, and through that, I got to meet David Boyd, who, of course, managed Dr. Ross for many years. Um he wrote some real nice liner notes for me for my project. Um, he is, they say, David since passed away, but his bark on music business around here will not will not be wiped off the face of the planet as long as I'm around to keep doing Dr. Ross's music. That's right. Because I'm right. Because you know we like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll tell you what, I'll, uh, we've got a break coming up here in about a minute, and I'll look around and see if I can come out of the break with some Dr. Ross. I, I know I have some. It's just a matter of uh, finding where I archived it. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, it's in that great big music safe. It is. I'll have to I'm, have. I'm amazed you were able to move it. Well, I can't believe that one person could move it. It's so huge. Well, I, you know, I, I'll I'll reset the time lock and <laughs> see if I can get into it. But in the meantime, um, and this is the last time I'll be saying this for a while, if not forever. Uh, we have to take a short break and let our broadcast partners squeeze a few words in or do whatever they do when we go to break. They are WFOVLP, our voices, Radio 92.1 FM, Flint. They are a broadcast service of the Flint Odyssey House Spectacle Productions and my friend Paul Hearing. We're going to like, as I say, we're going to let them squeeze a few words uh, or do whatever they do when we go to break. If you're streaming us, we have some messages as well. Hey, <laughs> this is the Unknown Comic. And guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now. And now. And now, too. And even now. 
It's 2022, and this year the Tom Sumner Program begins its 15th year. It would not be here without support through the years from individuals and organizations like these. Seth David Radwell. East Village Magazine. Flint Institute of Music. Hello, I'm Maestro Ricky DeMeg. Flint Community School. MTA Flint. Flint Comics and Entertainment. Hamity Complete Food Center. The Flint River Watershed Coalition. W.H. Weiscarver. The Genesee County Road Commission. Lone Museum Auto Fair. Thomas Appliance. The Genesee. Health plan with blood technology. My community college. It's pure Michigan. Friends on Facebook have also helped by contributing to the show's online fundraisers two or three times a year. If you would like to help the Tom Sumner program continue to thrive by becoming a sponsor, send an email of interest to Tom at TomSumnerProgram.com. Add your name to the list of supporters, past, present, and future. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans, and soon, they will be available to everyone. This vaccine means hope. It will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. I want to go back to work, and I want to be able to move around. To visit with Michelle's mom, the hugger, and see her on her birthday. You know, I'm really looking forward to is going to opening day in Texas Rangers Stadium with a full stadium. We've lost enough people and we've suffered enough damage. In order to get rid of this pandemic, it's important for our fellow citizens to get vaccinated. I'm getting vaccinated because we want this pandemic to end as soon as possible. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. So roll up your sleeve and do your part. This is our shot. Now it's up to you. Do you ever feel like you need an attitude adjustment? Are you wishing there was a magic pill or a new app for your mobile device? Why don't you try live local music? Music can make you dance, bring back fond memories, inspire you to be more creative, whether you attend a child's school concert or recital, go to a local symphony concert, Visit local bars and restaurants that feature dance music, sing-along piano, or jazz and blues. Music could be just what you're looking for. Supporting live local music is more than a way to support your local artists and economy. It's a great way to improve your own quality of life. Support live local music. This message is brought to you from the Tom It's Dana. Dana? Something must be wrong. She never calls. Dana? What's wrong? Take this down. She's stranded on the side of the road. I'm not. She needs us to send her an Amazon gift card. I don't. And she'll use it to pay the tow truck driver. I won't. Mom, Dad, that's not me. It's a scam. Scam artists will call, text, or email people trying to get them to buy a gift card from Amazon or some other company, and then ask for the gift card number over the phone. Remember, gift cards are for gifting, not for paying people. If someone asks for payment using a gift card from Amazon, Target, or some other store, it's a scam. Hang up or delete the message. These scammers are awful. Wish they'd pretend to be her brother sometimes. Be nice to hear from him. For more tips on avoiding scams, visit michigan.gov ag for your connection to consumer protection. 
Well, I get the uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. All oh, the Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone... I got a feeling something strange is about to happen. In the Twilight Zone. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, schoolgirl. Can I go home with? Can I go home with you? Tell your mother and your father, Doctor Ross, let's schoolboy too. Woke up this morning. Woke up this morning. Lord, I couldn't make no. Lord, I couldn't make no time. Well, I didn't have no blues. I was all messed up and down. Come on, be my baby. Come on, be my baby. I'll buy you a diamond. I'll buy you a diamond ring. Well, you don't be my little woman, don't buy your doggone thing. Welcome back, everybody. That is, in fact, Dr. Ross, who uh, Sweet Willie T and I were just talking about before the break and uh, from from that performance at the uh, Flint Public Library. And during the break, we've been joined uh, on the phone with um, Flint's premier political pundit, Paul Rosicki. Hi, Paul. I was just calling in to say we congratulate you on a, on a great run for, for the, all kind of aspects of the show. It's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been good. It really has been. And you've added a lot to the uh, the civic di- discourse here in, in Flint and surrounding areas. Bill, are you still with us, or did you sign off? Uh, yes, sir. I'm hanging by. All right. Yeah. Well, y- you were saying um, just just before we went to break um, that uh, Dr. Ross had a, a tremendous influence on what you're doing now, which is very much w- like what he did. I, I don't know that I picked the best track, Um to show off what he does, but uh, it was... Well, folks folks can just dig deep into their Dr. Ross archives, and they'll find a lot of interesting material. Yeah, I, kn- I knew you I know, had some here. Yeah. You know, did you know that tomorrow is Freddie King's birthday? I did not know that. Yes, sir, tomorrow's Freddie King's birthday. And Jimmy Reed... I think Jimmy Reed's birthday is coming up. Uh, this where is he? Jimmy Reed's on the sixth. Couple of my favorites. And 
And Paul, you started to say something. What was that? I just, I just, I just wanted to call in as you wind things up here and say it's kind of congratulations for all you've done for the for you know local politics and local music and local uh, everything else around here and all the authors you've had. It's just it's a remarkable collection of stuff you put together in the last 15 years. I just wanted to t- take a moment to, to to say a few words as you wind things up today. That's all. Well, and so, I'm glad you did, and and I I appreciate all of the contributions you've made to the show. Um, you know, you you've been our uh, our our star political pundit. <laughs> well, you're the guy who's put in three hours three hours of programming and a lot more work five days a week, fifty two weeks a year. That's that's not that's nothing to sneeze at. And it's uh, and as as you as you mentioned earlier, it's it's just a great piece of history for 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 Genesee County. I really think it is. Well, and and uh, Paul is the one who's been encouraging me to make sure that my my archive is uh, preserved for the public. Yeah, I hope it does. Yeah, and and yeah, uh, right. and, and that's that, that's being done, Paul. Actually, I'm, I'm glad to hear that. I really am. I I, uh, uh, I think I sent you an email that I I you know I collect political stuff anyhow, and I got all these boxes full of political flyers from around Genesee County, and if. If uh, the archive at U of M or Sloan, where somebody wants those, they are more than welcome to welcome to have them. So I'd be glad to pass those along as well, because it really is local history when you and get down to it. One more quick it, thing before I let you go, Paul, is um, is to let you know, because I I decided it fairly recently that I was um, because all of my equipment doesn't shut down all of a sudden at the end of today's show. So I have been in the process of loading the month of September with pre-pandemic encores of uh, the show. Oh. And uh, I I did all the uh, armchair politics ones this morning, and I have... uh, I have one from Hell, Michigan, and one from Zenders, and I have the 2020 election <laughs> the day after. Oh, that's right, yeah. And yeah. the 2018 election. Those are the Wednesdays in the month of September. That's right. That's and right. and there are going to be a lot of you know special things, but I'm done in about uh, three minutes and 54 seconds. <laughs> and. <laughs> But uh, well, I say, but the I, I show want will to put continue. My head in here before you wound things up today. That's all. I the, <laughs> the show will continue for about a month with some that's, that's acknowledgments that, very good. that those yeah. are repeats and so on. Um, but uh, but yeah, I'm 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 not sure what'll happen next. But uh, I know well, it's I, been. I, I would I would I would say enjoy your time off. You've been working awfully hard for a long time with this kind of thing. Enjoy your break. Well, I'm uh, going to do that. For at least a month. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Um, it's it's been people like you, Paul, and and Sweet Willie T, representing some of the great musical guests I've had on the show. Um, it's it it's been a good run, and Bill, I think this seems like a real appropriate song to play at the end. Oh, there, my, it's been a long, long time. Recognize that voice? Bill? I'm listening. Oh, I guess I'm doing fine. Is that Floyd? It is. Floyd Dones. Oh. Playing live in the studio on my show. 
but it seems like he is my he, he has to be my greatest mentor. He's the one that told me yesterday you should do your act as a one man band. Ain't it funny? And that's what he's doing right there. Yep. And slip right on away. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for calling in. I didn't know I'd have calls. I was afraid I'd. Uh, well, I knew I wasn't going to run out of music. My well, my biggest concern was there were so many people I didn't get to, and I apologize to them. But uh, but thank you both for calling in, and thanks to Jules who called in earlier to reminisce a little bit. I've gotten some notes on Facebook and emails and stuff, which is uh, which I appreciate. But but anyway, uh, we'll just let uh, Floyd Dones sing us out. The late great. Floyd Jones. Bill, thanks, and uh, Paul, thank you. You bet. You bet. All the best. Thank you for everything you've done. Take care. How time can slip right on the way. I gotta go now. Maybe I'm gonna see you somewhere around. You never can tell, though, when I'm back in town. Please remember what I told you, that in time you're going to pay. Ain't it funny how time Very nice. Well, there's smoking George Winters tickling the ivories. Let me know it's time to head on down the hall to the living room. And uh, and really kind of off into the sunset as far as that goes. But I want to thank you for tuning in today and throughout the years. It's uh, This has been a real labor of love for me. And... Um, I, I can't say that I won't be back, but there are no plans at this point. So, I don't know what to tell you. Good night, everybody. The program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner program. And thanks for listening.